who talks first? You talk first. I talk first. Okay, check, check. Mic test, one, two. Let's see if I still remember how to podcast. Seven weeks, everybody. Seven weeks I've been away from the podcast. That's That just blows my mind. And a couple of things happened, which is the reason behind my absence for the past two months. And I'm going to tell you about it, you know, and, and tell you about how I'm coming back and why I'm coming back and what happened to me. What happened to this podcast? What's been going on in my life? Yes, it's Star Wars related. I know it's a Star Wars podcast. We'll talk about a little Star Wars here and there. Don't you worry. But this this episode is mainly for me to get some things off of my chest and also explain myself for not being around for the past seven weeks. So as you all know, if you've been listening to me for a very long time or if you're brand new to the podcast, well, hey, nice to... Nice to see you. Nice to have you on board. Um, And thank you for all your support, everybody. And, you know, you know that I've been really trying to grow this thing since its inception almost four years ago. And it started out as a therapeutic way for me to get, you know, get talking about the things I love, mostly Star Wars, since I didn't have a lot of people in my real life community that wanted to geek out and nerd out with me about it. And so I decided to hop online, just talk about it in my microphone. And I met a bunch of people, a bunch of cool people on the internet and through the podcasting realm and got to talk even more about Star Wars and my love for it grew more and more and more. <sighs> and then about, and then the pandemic hit. Okay. The pandemic hit, it, it affected everybody. If it didn't affect you, I want to know what, what your secret is because I need some of whatever it is you're drinking. But it affected a lot of people. But for me, I was like, hey, this is another great opportunity for me to just explore my podcast and try and do more with it. So I adapted to video. We started doing audio and video podcasting. I met even more great people. And then my YouTube channel started to grow. It grew really fast. Within one year, we went over 1,000 subscribers. I think currently to this day, we're sitting around 1100 which you know it's not it's not good but it's also not bad <laughs> and once we reached a, a certain point I was like you know what maybe I should try and aim for giving myself a goal of monetizing my YouTube channel maybe making some money for the content that I create and people enjoy and become a YouTube partner and it looked like a very realistic opportunity for myself and an obtainable goal. So I I did everything I could. I made videos every day and podcasts every day. I would do exclusive videos and sometimes I would do exclusive audio only podcasts and I would make sure I replied to every comment and I, you know, got to know all of my listeners that wanted to reach out and get to know me in some ways. I did reaction videos and uh, commentary on deleted scenes, all this kind of stuff. And it started looking really good. So good, actually, that I hit a million views on YouTube within, I don't know, about three months of really going at it. One million views on YouTube. That's nothing to, to shy away at or to you know, smirk at. That's, it's really hard to get that much on, on, a, on a very small channel like mine. But Han Talks First was growing. 
And I started getting even closer to that YouTube partnership. So I, I did everything I could. I buckled down for like two or three weeks and I did nothing but create videos and develop my SEO, work on my brand, fix the graphics, do new creative things, great videos. And then I finally got the letter that said, hey, you've reached all the requirements to be able to come a, become a YouTube partner and go ahead and submit your application. So I did. And I submitted it in January. It was like the second week of January. And I remember I was so happy because one of the goals I put on my calendar, it has a little goal sheet at the front. And one of the goals I put was, you know, to work out better, eat healthy, and to monetize my YouTube channel and become a partner. That was my third goal this year. And I thought it, was, it would be a lot farther away, but it happened in the second week. So I submitted my application. About a week later, they got back to me and said that my channel was rejected for YouTube Partner because of reused material. Now, it was very vague in this description, and from what I've seen online in the forums and other people's rejections, it's a very common excuse that YouTube likes to give to channels when they don't want them to be a partner or monetize that said channel. But I looked into it and said, hey, you know, I'm going to follow the rules that they laid out. I'm going to go through every single video, see what might be misconstrued as reused content, whether it was my own or somebody else's. And I, I did. I went through and I couldn't find anything. I had no idea what it, what it was pertaining to because it doesn't tell you specifically what videos they are talking about you're using reused content. But I went through and I, I kind of saw some stuff. Well, hey, maybe that video was a little too similar to this video. Maybe that topic was a little too similar to that one. So I would delete maybe about, I deleted maybe about two or three. Stuff that really wasn't that important. And then I reapplied. Now you have to wait a total of 30 days before you can reapply if you are rejected for YouTube. So I waited the 30 days and I reapplied. This time only a few days had passed between until I got my next email from them, and yet again it said, Hi Han, you are rejected from the YouTube Partnership Program due to reused material. And now I got really confused. And before I get into what I did next, I want to explain something to you guys that maybe you don't remember, or maybe you haven't been here that long enough, you, you never heard me talk about this, but... People have reused my content before. It's true. Whether it's my formatting, whether it is my personal opinion on a Star Wars topic, or whether it's a theory I've conceived, I have seen people copy my work, sometimes almost verbatim, and put it on their channels. Now, what's really interesting, there's a relatively big name out there who has been taking my audio-only episodes and turning those into video episodes on their YouTube channel. And at first I thought, wow, that's flattering. But then I thought, hey, you know, that's kind of like not fair. It's not fair to me. I don't mind if people get inspired by my work. And, you know, I, I don't want to sound like a, an egotistical jerk here, but, you know, there's only so much people can talk about in Star Wars, or in podcasting in general. There's, so, there's only a limited amount of things that we can have discourse over. Because there's not that much Star Wars out there. 
I mean, yeah, there's like 300 books, you know, but there's only a handful of movies and even less of that TV shows. So what makes it so important for a creator to have if they're going to be in this content creating, video making, podcasting world is a unique voice and a unique opinion. And I really do think I have that. If any of you have listened to some of my my podcasts, I really put a lot of research and a lot of effort into every single one because I love it. I'm not getting paid for this. (laughs) This is 100% out of my pure joy and wanting to expand my own knowledge of this, you know, this thing that I love, Star Wars. And by the way, going forward, I'll be implementing Halo, Halo, because I I love the Halo game. I did some reaction videos to the trailers, but the show is out and I'm going to be talking about it. So just get ready for some of those. But anyway, I digress. So got my second rejection for reused content. So I went back through all my videos again and I was like, hey, what am I doing wrong? What, what am I reusing? I have, I did, I've never reused someone else's uh, video or audio or what have you. you know, I'll use the occasional sound bite uh, under fair use. I'll, I'll throw up photos or screenshots from Star Wars material, again, under fair use. But I always do it with my own personal commentary and unique commentary. So I went through all the videos and I was like, hey, you know what? Maybe, maybe the YouTube algorithm that is rejecting me is noticing that at the beginning of all of my videos has an opening stinger. For those of you that don't know what a stinger is, it is a visual and audio cue pretty much announcing the brand and saying what this is. In my case, it is a uh, picture of my logo and my opening theme song, which I wrote myself. So that's not an issue either. Uh, It's also not copyright protected, which is why the song isn't an issue. But I put that in front of every single video. And occasionally, sometimes I'll put a countdown clock if I'm doing a live stream, typically running about 30 to 45 seconds. So I was wondering, hey, maybe the algorithm that's going through all my videos is noticing that the intros are pretty much all the same. And maybe it's identifying my own content as reused content. And then I looked a little bit deeper into it online and I realized that maybe it also goes as far as the video descriptions. And if those are similar in nature, then that could be misconstrued as reused content. So I also went through those. Because, you know, oftentimes when you're making a shitload of videos, you copy and paste your last uh, video's description and put it over the new one because it has links to all your stuff. And then at the beginning, you add your own little personal message to the viewer so that it stands out a little differently. So I figured that might be a reason too. Needless to say, all this made me go through all my videos again, over 300 videos on YouTube. And I decided to even delete more. Now here's the thing. When you delete a video on YouTube, you delete all of its data. I'm not just talking about the source of the actual video, but the views, the clicks, the likes, um, the audience engagement and getting more people to come to your channel and viewership numbers. All of that is gone into the ether, into the outer regions of the Star Wars galaxy, never to be returned. And in my efforts to, you know, come into terms with this, this YouTube algorithm 
bullshit that I was dealing with. I deleted a lot. A hell of a lot. And some of those videos that I deleted that I thought might have been misconstrued as reused content had hundreds of thousands of views on them. That I did that to prove to YouTube that, hey, I, I can be a cooperative creator and partner. You know, it, it's not just about making money here. It's about getting to meet more people and to be successful at something that I set out to do a long time ago and just make something of myself, make something that will be bigger than I am and to build a community in the end of it, you know. So anyway, I fixed some reused content. This is now before I deleted the big viewed videos. I deleted a little bit of stuff and rearranged some things here and there for optics and then I resubmitted the application in February. A few days later, I got another rejection letter. And this time it said, wait 30 days, reapply, or you can appeal our rejection. So I was like, okay, that seems reasonable. At least then a real life person will get to see a video of me appealing my case. And you can only do it in a video format. So that's what I did. I spent a long time on scripting out what I was going to say, how I was going to defend myself and prove that I'm not irrational or emotional and that I could be a, a great collaborator and an excellent partner in the YouTube program. And I sent it off. I sent it off and I told them I would really love to be a part of this community, that I, I've never reused content. I explained that part of the reason why some of it might be misconceived as reused is because I use an opener and I use a countdown almost in every video, which would trigger an algorithm to say, hey, that's, you know, reused content. But I did. And then I sent over my appeal. And in my appeal video, I told them that I had deleted hundreds of thousands of views that videos contained. Again, trying to prove that I, I you know, I can comply and, you know, I'll do whatever it takes. And then they emailed me back. They emailed me back and this is when I got really, really mad and really, really disappointed. And this is when I started to disappear from podcasting. I was extremely saddened by it, by the email I got and so discouraged I, I still am right now, and I don't know how many people have made it this far into this episode or not, but guys, this really hurt. It hurt me a lot when I got this email, and basically what they said was, you deleted videos before um, the 30-day interval, uh, which was said you can't do that. Uh, you can only delete videos after the 30 days. And because of that, we are not accepting your channel. Now, what's interesting about that email is they were, they were actually lying. Because I didn't delete videos within the 30-day 30 30 window. I followed the rules exactly how they, they were laid out. I waited till the 30 days was over. And then I deleted videos. And then I reapplied. They thought that I had reapplied and then deleted videos to make it look like I had a channel that was, you know, misdiagnosed 
But that wasn't the case. That was, it was a lie. They were lying. They were trying to say, they don't want me to be a partner for some reason, and I don't know what it is. But the email went on. And it said, they do, they do not think that my channel is a healthy environment for the YouTube community. Now that hurt a lot too, because not only are they calling me a liar, which, which is not true, uh, I followed every single rule step by step, but they also said that my channel wasn't healthy. Now you all know my mantra, my, my pillars of what I do are, are, is to one, have integrity and respect and decency for everybody I work with and talk about. I get harassed so much by doing this show and on my YouTube channel and on, and on a Twitch channel. So much. And I got to delete so many nasty things. It's such, a, it's such a waste of time how much time I have to spend deleting stuff that other people write in because they're assholes. And I really try to make sure everyone's voice on my podcast who sends me a question or, you know, comments on one of the live streams, I, I show them the most amount of respect and try and make them feel welcome here, even if it's nasty. I still do that. And my videos are always positive. You know, occasionally I'll say, you know, I don't like something, but I never get aggressive about it or uh, become belligerent. I, again, I, I, I just speak how I feel with empathy for other people who might feel differently. And to say that my channel was unhealthy, it also made me question, well, what about all the channels out there that you have granted acceptance into the partnership program of YouTube that are, their whole brand is just to talk about things that they hate and shit all over other people, whether it's other creators or celebrities or politicians or what have you, is it because they get hundreds of thousands, sometimes millions of views? Is that why? Because they can give you more revenue? That's going against the exact same, you know, characteristics you said my channel wouldn't get approved for, but yet you're going to grant it to somebody else? I just don't understand it. I don't understand. So you can, I hope you can understand why I was pissed, why I was sad, why I wanted to, I, I wanted to give up on this podcasting stuff. I, I was, I thought, I was like, what's the point? What's the point if no one can believe in me? You know, if I can't get anywhere with this, what am I doing? Now, I'm sure some of you are thinking, well, why don't you just reapply after the 30 days is up again? That's exactly what I was going to do, but I can't. I can't because all those videos I deleted with all those views, hundreds of thousands of views, I deleted over 850,000 views on my channel. That was 30,000 hours of watch time that people have given me, that I sacrificed thinking that it was conforming to whatever YouTube wanted me to do to become a part of their company, that now I am ineligible to apply. I've backtracked myself by three years because of this. And then YouTube wants to call me a liar and an unhealthy environment for YouTube. Fuck you, YouTube. Fuck you. 
You screwed me over. And hopefully people will listen to this podcast and not suffer the same fate. You've discouraged me beyond anything I have worked really hard for. Screw you. You guys suck. Clearly, somebody was assigned to my channel that did not care for me and therefore based my application off whatever bias they have towards me and my candor and my personality. Fuck that. Fuck that. That is unfair. And I'm sure tons of other people get this too. It's not just me. It's an unfair system. It needs to be reworked. Because at the end of the day, it's all based on bias. What are we all doing? I'm not going to kiss ass. <laughs> I'm not putting this clip on YouTube, obviously. I'm going to share this just with the podcast. But what the hell, guys? What is this? Fuck you. God. It hurts. I've been wanting to make this episode for a while just to get it off my chest and kind of explain myself to all of you who have listened to me for a little while. You know, I'm sorry it kind of disappeared. <laughs> I did miss it. We missed a lot of Obi-Wan news and uh, a bunch of other news out there too, which I'm going to get back into. I'm going to start season four of this podcast really soon, and we are going to take over the world. You know what I'm saying? We're going to kick off season four of Han Talks First with the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. I'm going to be doing content in the meantime. I just recorded a bunch of great videos yesterday and today, actually. This morning I did. And I'm also going to do some more audio commentary as well. And like I said, I'm going to be talking about Halo, the TV series on Paramount+. Plus. So look, I may not be a YouTube partner. I may, may be an unhealthy environment for YouTube. I may reuse my own content. <laughs> I don't know. All I'm saying is I'm, I want to be better. I want to be the best. I... I just want to have a conversation about Star Wars. Is that too much to ask? Back to basics, everybody. Back to the fundamentals of why I started this show. Just to talk and have fun. So what are we doing? What are we doing? That's my story. That's what happened to me. I'm sorry I was gone for two months. That is insane. That's the longest hiatus Han has ever been from his Falcon. And I got to say, I missed it. I can't wait to get back into it. And for all of you that have stuck around, thank you. You know what's funny? I thought I'm going to leave podcasting for a little bit. My viewership is going to tank. You know, it's going to be so hard for me to bounce back from this. But what's interesting, people have actually listened to my podcast more that I am not doing it. <laughs> than when I was. So that was inspiring to me because it gave me a little bit of hope that, hey, some people still care out there and they're probably wondering where I am and why we aren't talking more Star Wars. So we're going to, damn it, we're going to talk more Star Wars. I can't freaking wait. I love Star Wars. I love it so much. So coming out this week on the YouTube page, I have a Funko collection review that's popping up. Um... I'll just tell you guys what it is. It's the Luke Skywalker series 
all my Luke Skywalker collection I'm showing off and talking about and reviewing. So that series is coming back. I have the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer breakdown video, the ultimate breakdown video, like from a super Obi-Wan Kenobi fan, me. Going to tell you everything you need to know about that trailer, frame by frame, dude. I'm so pumped for that show. And then also, of course, this week is also the Halo episode one review. Check it out. It's probably up right now, now that you're listening to this episode. So either head on over to the YouTube page or right here on the podcast, and thank you. And, you know, subscribe if you haven't. Give it a shot. Maybe you like what you see or hear, and you want to come back for more. You'll be notified. Rate and review for me. It helps out so much. And hit me up on social media. Everything is at Han Talks First. Shoot me a DM. I would love to meet you, get to talk. And you know what? This right here is an open invitation to all of you. I want to collaborate. I want to meet as many freaking fans as I can. Hit me up. Let's do it. Let's talk Star Wars. Thank you guys so much. And until next time, somehow, someway, somewhere this week, may the Force be with you. <laughs>